Okay, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to yet another edition of the Prairie Dumpster Podcast with your host, Tyler Penner. Prairie Dumpster, of course, being the 666,000th, 669th best podcast in the goddamn world. And you're probably wondering, well, Tyler, last episode you claimed that you were 420,000 something, something, something. Um, We took a dip in the ratings with last week's episode. Uh, It was an abortion from bottom to top, from top to bottom, throughout. Awful, awful episode. One of the worst of all time. Um, And yet even that episode, as bad as it was, uh, not bad, listenable, barely, but listenable. Like if, for instance, the world was ending and uh, you were in your bomb shelter and you were bored and, um, you know, your family's sitting there and, uh, you know, your father has just um, yelled at your brother uh, for uh, dipping into the rations when he shouldn't have, Um, and your mom had just yelled at your brother uh, for masturbating in the corner, Uh, but the thing is, your brother, he's 14 years old, he's gonna be masturbating, bomb shelter or not, and now it's kind of awkward because your brother's sitting there and he's just been yelled at twice... And yet no one's yelling at you, so now you feel awkward because now your brother is giving you the evil eye because, you know, you're you're not dipping into the rations, you're not masturbating, you're following all the rules, and now for some reason it feels like you're the favorite, and now your brother resents you. And it's just silent, it's awkward. So you break the tension by saying, hey, let's listen to something. And the only thing that you have is episode 23 of the Prairie Dumpster podcast. You could listen to it. It's listenable. You could do that. You could do that. This is episode 24, ladies and gentlemen, of the regular podcast. I can guarantee you that this episode is going to be any better. But nonetheless, um, we're going to try. We're going to try. All right. Um, And I guess this is a bad time to do this. But if you like what you hear today, which you will, guaranteed, um, you can sign up for the Patreon. If you want more of this content, I want more of that podcast where that guy talks about what a shitty podcast he has. Ladies and gentlemen. You're in luck. There is a uh, another way that you can listen to me. And if you think I'm hard on myself on this podcast, oh, wait till you sign up for the Patreon. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. The Patreon is still there. It's still up and running. I missed last week's episode, really. The Patreon subscribers so far uh, getting a bit of a raw deal. That is going to change. I've got big things in store for that Patreon Um Group, okay. It's it's five dollars Canadian a month. It's reasonable. You get a free episode every GD week. I don't know why you wouldn't sign up. I don't know why you wouldn't sign up because things are about to go off the rails on that podcast on the Patreon. That is where, and I've said this a bunch of times. That is where I really start to. Uh, That's where I really let loose. That's where I really go in. All right. Every any and keep that in mind. Anyone who signs up for the Patreon most likely will be called in front of some sort of jury to testify at my inevitable court case that I'm going to have to answer numerous charges. All of them quite, quite graphic in detail. That's going to be an ugly trial. It's going to be funny, though. It's going to be the funniest trial of all time. 
and the family of the victim, whoever they may be, will be crying, but will be also very confused as to why everyone keeps laughing during the trial of the murder of some dude. And that's going to happen eventually. This podcast, this is all going to be used as evidence against me in a trial someday. And I'm fine with that. We have a long-standing tradition here on the Prairie Dumpster Podcast, which is to do zero, uh, you know, zero writing, zero um, forethought, zero uh, preparatory work. Preparatory. 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 Preparatory work. Um, And um, this episode is no different. We're going to wing it today. All right. Let's see what happens. If you're listening to this right now, you are taking a journey with me. We're going on a walk together in a park we've never been to. And it might be scary. All right. It might be nice. It might be scenic. It might be ugly. You know, there might be a a family of deer frolicking in a dewy meadow. You know, looking perfectly at the camera. You take a picture, you post it immediately to Instagram. And right away, the likes just start pouring in. And it's such a good feeling. You're like, oh, wow, I love that. That you feel your dick move a little bit. And you're like, that's weird. But I kind of want to keep chasing this feeling. We might have that. There might be no deer. There might be a deer carcass. There might be a man in the bushes. He's not jerking off, but you know he's gonna. You know he will. He wants to. But he's looking at you and he's like, I'll wait till someone hotter comes along. Because even that bum's got standards. He ain't jerking off to anybody who comes strolling through the park. And babe, I gotta tell you, you don't make the cut. Not in this bum's eyes. This bum has jerked off to way hotter strangers than you. But don't take that personally. You might, you're beautiful. You're just not his type. Um, what happened today? What happened lately? Let's talk about my day. There's also... An obscene amount of construction noise going on in the background. And sirens. And thunder. Oh, shit. (laughs) Nice. I like that. When thunder roars, go indoors. When the lightning strikes, go for a hike. When the tornado hits... Take a shit. I don't know. Um, yeah, I went to work today. It was a regular day. It was hot and it was windy. It wasn't even that hot. It was just sunny and windy. I have to say so far in here in Winnipeg, Manitoba, Canada, that the weather for this summer has been really terrible. I've had a lot of clear days, but they've all been windy. I'm tired of the hot wind. Sunny and windy, terrible combination. Probably my least favorite weather aesthetic. And that's what it was today. And it was my first day back. It was the first day I've worked this week. This episode is being recorded on a Thursday. And um, I called in sick Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. I called in sick three days in a row. And... um, Mental health played a part, and physical health played a part in all of those. I probably could have gone to work yesterday, didn't want to chance it in case I had anything contagious, right? Who knows what I might have, what kind of bacteria might be flowing through this body. I'm not going to risk it. I'm not putting 
my fellow co-workers in the line of danger. That would be selfish. It would have been selfish for me to go to work yesterday. I had to stay home. All right? I had to stay home. I had to make that baked oat bread. All right? I had to. I had to get that sandwich. I had to stay home. I had to watch Seinfeld. Because I'm not going to do that. I'm a humanitarian. I'm not going to risk the lives of my fellow co-workers just because I really want to go to work. That's not happening. Fuck that. I am going to stay home, do my part, do the Lord's work, really, when you think about it, and stay home and watch Seinfeld in bed, in my gitch. Well, for a little while I was in my gitch, uh, and then the gitch got uncomfortable. I'm like, what am I doing here? Why are my balls sweaty right now? I'm home and I'm alone. We're going commando. But I did that for um, I did that for the people that I care about. I stayed home and I watched Seinfeld buck naked for you. And you can send me a thank you card whenever you want. It's that's up to you. That's that's that, that you know. Uh, you don't have to. I guess it depends on whether or not you are a good person. But um, hey, that's I'm not worried about it. I'm not counting on it. I'll be a little miffed if I don't get a card, but um, hey, that's up to you. But I called in sick. We did comedy at Underdogs on Monday night. Comedy at Underdogs. Underdogs is a sports bar here in Winnipeg, and I have to say it's one of my favorite bars. And this show was done in front of 16 people. Which uh, was not that much, but we had a fun time. It was okay. Not a lot of people there for the show. Everyone that I was hoping to be there, um, I assume, was still hungover from Folk Fest. Folk Fest, also known as uh, uh, Hippie Fest, also known as Man Bun Mania. Also known as uh, Yuppies Tried Drugs Fest. It's a good time. It, it, I think it used to be a hippie central fest. And now it doesn't seem like that. It seems like um, I'm sure there are still hippies there. It doesn't seem like a real organic uh, hip thing. To me, I don't know. Maybe it is. I've never been. I've never gone. So I'm talking out of my ass when I say this shit. Keep that in mind. But at the same time, I don't, I don't know. It doesn't seem, it seems like more of a business. They're approaching Coachella levels. Just the music is a little different. And, um, but I feel like that's pretty close. You know, those festivals don't really interest me. People, you know what festival I would go to if I could? Dauphin Country Fest. There's a fest who knows what it really is. It's just trash. It's just, just, uh, you know, people walking around with cans of Bud Light. They're calling it Trans Light, you know, um, People are talking about guns and trucks. There's multiple tents making incredibly graphic sexual noises. And um, multiple people um, become pregnant, uh, you know. But there's some good country tunes. People are barbecuing. There's a family atmosphere to it. There's also a younger crowd to it. Maybe a few rapes happen. It's a whole thing. But there's a real smorgasbord of events going on. But the fest knows what it is. It knows. Hey, we just a couple of good old country boys. Came here for some music. I want to see George Benson. I'm stoked to hear George Benson. Oh, man, he's got that song. And um, he's got, uh, it's about country. Or whatever the fuck. 
And uh, damn, man. Oh, shit, dude. Fuck yeah, get out that fireball. What are you, a fucking queer? Yes, get the fireball out. We're getting fucking shittered. And I actually don't mind actually hanging out with those people. I don't mind it at all. I, I, I like those dudes. I they're they drink, they they say funny shit, super funny shit. I know it sounds like when I do that impression that I'm poking my nose like I'm somehow better than them. I am not. I am not better than them. I am worse than them, if anything. Um, they are salt-of-the-earth people, really. Let, let me ask you this, okay? You get your car, you get your truck or your car stuck in a ditch, right? In in the snowbank or in some mud, right? And you call CAA and they're like, all right, yeah, we'll send a guy out there. We We actually have two guys out there. Uh, one of the guys uh, just went to Folk Fest, and one of the guys went to Country Fest. Which guy do you want to come assist you in pulling your truck out of the dirt? The thunder was ominous, because even God laughed at and agreed with that. How many fucking people, what do you think the percentages of that answer are going to be? It's going to be incredibly, overwhelmingly country fest. Country fest guy is going to slaughter folk fest guy. Folk fest guy doesn't have a towing cable. Folk fest guy doesn't even have jumper cables. Folk fest guy doesn't even have a car. Folk fest guy is saying, yeah, dude, it's just a regular bike. But um, I have this friend. He like kind of... Uh, um, he had like a motor, so he put it on the motor. So now I'm like, I, I, it's pretty good. It gets some mileage on anyways. Um, so do you know where I can get some salvia? That's folk fest guy. Country fest guy's like, God damn. I, yeah, I'm driving drunk. I, truth be told, I actually drive better drunk. Fuck yeah. I'll get over there. I'll, I'll, I'll pull your shit out. Totally. We can have a beer while we're waiting. And I'm like, waiting for what? He's like, oh, well, just waiting for the uh, winch to do its thing. See, he's got a winch. Is it called a winch? I gotta look up a couple of things right now quickly. Hang on, winch. Oh, yeah, tow truck winch. It's called a winch. See, that's now you understand why I'm not better than anyone from who goes to Country Fest. Um, I don't even know. I, I wasn't sure that it was called a winch. But it is called a winch. Another thing I want to look up is, is George Benson even a singer? He's an American guitarist. Oh, that's not the guy I wanted. Who am I thinking about? George Benson. Let's see what George Benson actually played. This is Give Me the Night by George Benson. Okay, that is way better than anything Country Fest has to offer. Play that right now. Oh my god. Oh god. How have I not heard that song before? I must have heard that song before. Anyways, I'm a huge George Benson fan now. Who am I thinking of though? That was a George. I'm just gonna say George Country singer. Give me a George Country singer. George Strait, who's a huge fag. <laughs> Kidding. George Strait. That's not the guy I was thinking about. Um, and it's not George Thorogood either. There's like a George something sin. George Ezra. 226 million views for George Ezra's Budapest. I've never heard of this. By the cheap, it may be hard for you to stop and believe, but for you, ooh. that fucking sucks. Holy shit, that's bad. Anyways, 226 million people got to see how fucking bad that was. I must have been thinking about George Strait. Anyways, who gives a fuck about any of that? Um. What were we talking about? Folk fest, yeah. 
Oh, Underdogs Comedy. It went fine. It was fine. Jordan Wellwood, Tyler Katowski, and Andy Noble were performing. They both did good. True professionals. All right? Some of the other bums in this fucking city would have folded too sweet under that pressure. All right? There were no laughs to be had there. Every laugh had to be worked for. All right? Plenty of bum would have given up, would have done their material, but would not have known how to handle it. They would have been like, man, whatever. But not these true professionals, true good comics, they did it. Not like some of the other fucking bums that litter this city's various open mics have, for the most part, taken over the open mics at Wee Johnny's. Wee Johnny's is just a bum parade now. If you're a comedy fan um, and you're going to Wee Johnny's to take part uh, to see some local comedy at the open mic, get ready for a long night. Because that show has like 40 um, comics a night. Most of them bad. And I say that they're bad. Some of them are just starting. I understand that it's an open mic. Everyone's just trying stuff out. But, um, uh, you know, there's just better ways to look at new talent. Maybe there is. Maybe there isn't. I don't know. Anyways, I'm going to stop dancing around it. They're fucking bums. Awful. But you might see some good stuff there. All I'm saying is get ready for a long night at Wee Johnny's. And not just for the comedy. They got cockroaches running all over that fucking place. That place is a dump. The staff there sucks. Bartenders that they have there blow. They're awful. They're always bad. Always bad. Always takes forever. Everything always takes forever. The booze is bad. I don't know how they do that. But the booze is bad. The beers suck. The layout of the room is bad. It's incredibly noisy in there. Even if you did go there for a comedy and watch the show, it's bad. You won't be hearing much of anything other than a ton of background noise. It didn't always used to be like this. It used to be a fantastic place to see some local comedy. I am declaring it here on this episode, episode 24 of the Prairie Dumpster Podcast. We Johnny's is a dead venue. That place can suck my dick, and um, I can't wait until they shut that shit down. In fact, I'm going to call. Uh, let's see if I can. Let's see how late the health inspector is open. Health Inspector Winnipeg. Let's see how... I should call them right now. Let's see if I can call them. I wonder what their hours are. Let's take a look. Man, it's a legislative building. Let's see. Let's call a complaint on because And I'm not lying about the cockroaches at Wee Johnny's. That is not an issue. In fact, a former employee happened to be at a comedy show that I was doing this weekend in Victoria Beach with Emmanuel Lemuro, Spencer Adamus, and Tyler Katowski, former server that I met there at Victoria Beach. And she let me know. She was like, you know what was gross about we Johnny's? They had cockroaches all over the place. I am not lying. So let's see if we can call his health inspector right now, because that place is a fucking shithole. And I'm going to fucking try to shut it down. See if they're open. Answer, goddamn it. Oh, it just hung up. Well, that's ridiculous. I was dicking around here. Let me let me try it one more time. I'm sorry. I know that this is taking a while. Sorry. Hang on.
come on, I really want to. All right, they're not picking up. Health inspectors don't give a shit. As soon as it turns 4 o'clock, they're like, fuck you. I don't care what you do. Do whatever you want. But I am going to call the health inspector. I am going to call the health inspector tomorrow during the day. And I'm going to rat. I am going to snitch because I'm not above that. I am not above ratting or snitching. I will do that no problem. And not on much. I will tell on... I will send my brother to jail if it will even get me out of a social obligation that I don't want to go to. Very low standards for ratting and snitching, but we Johnnies has it coming. And I'm going to uh, call a complaint. We'll see what happens. We will see what happens. Don't be surprised if they make the next list. You know how the health inspectors have that list or whatever of places that have been like, shut down for rodents, shut down for bugs. Uh, there wasn't a proper fridge. Uh, the workers are kept in cages. Uh, there's a surprising amount of raccoon body parts in your deep fryer. You really, really need to wash out the blood from your um, you know, dishwasher. It's just recirculating it. I don't know if you thought the dishwasher would clean out the blood. It's not going to. You're going to need that most of that blood is dry. You need to get a scraper or some sort of putty knife, something, and get that dry blood off of there because that blood is getting on the dishes. And, um, and I'm going to test this blood, but the way it tastes right now, I'm pretty sure it is riddled with AIDS. So we need to shut this place down for a day while you clean out the blood. And they have that list, and We Johnny's is going to make that list. Mark my fucking words. I don't know why I have such a big beef against We Johnny's, but it doesn't matter at this point. I'm not doubting or second guessing any beefs or grudges that just seem to spontaneously come up. I'm going to trust myself, you know? Right? I'm going to go with my instinct. And I am going to trust that this hate is correct. And my hate for Wee Johnny's is correct. Place is a shithole. You walk in there, there's never anyone you like. Just a parade of shitheads. And that's not true. I like some people there. But those same people will be at the Handsome Daughter tonight, Thursday night, so just go there. But like I've said on previous episodes, bring a change of clothes because uh, you're going to be walking out of there smelling like a three-piece combo with taters and coleslaw and a Big Mary on the side. They cook a hell of a bird, but goddamn, a lot of that bird smell gets on you. Handsome Daughter. I was uh, I came up with a movie idea, incidentally, today, and I think I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna write a script for it. It's time to start writing some of these scripts. I have had numerous, numerous, numerous um, ideas that could very easily, within a day or two, be turned into an Oscar-winning script. Maybe Emmy winning, if, it, if we go the TV route with it. Um, Palm d'Or, maybe. You know, maybe it'll be banned from theaters. I don't know. But we've come up with numerous ideas here that could easily be turned into uh, either major motion pictures or the next uh, Uwe Boll film. If you don't know who Uwe Bolt is, he's a director who is 
makes notoriously awful, awful movies. Um, really, he made the Blood Rain movies. He made Postal, uh, Alone in the Dark. Um, all of his movies are critically panned. Like, he's known for Postal, rating on IMDb 4.5, In the Name of a King 3.8, Alone in the Dark 2.4, Blood Rain 3.0. You understand, these are bad movies. And yet, oh, what the fucking noise out there. Goddamn city. It's almost like I need a studio. He made, um, he made a movie called Zombie Massacre 2, Reich of the Dead, because it's like a Nazi zombie movie. Um, let's see what he directed. No, fucking god damn it, director. He made this, uh, he made a movie called Hanau. I think it was like a. Suddenly. 3.6. He's got pretty big stars in these movies, like Ray Liotta's in Suddenly. It's 3.6. But he also made this movie called, um. Rampage. And Rampage. Has a 6.2, which is probably his most successful, at least critically successful movie. 6.2 out of 20K ratings, that's not bad. That's okay. If I see a 6.2 on IMDb, uh, I'm going to check that out. I'm going to take a second look. That, that might be a movie worth watching. A lot of the hidden gems are in the between the 6 and 7.5 rating mark. That's when some people are like, this movie docked. But other people are like, this movie ruled. And it's kind of polarizing. That's what Rampage was. Rampage is a movie starring Brendan Fletcher, who all, who has starred down in two of my favorite movies of all time. Rampage being number one, and a movie called Little Criminals, which is on YouTube. Little Criminals changed my childhood. That's how good that movie was. It was from it was aired on Showcase. I think CBC made it back in the day. It's all about 11-year-olds who go on crime sprees because in Canadian law, if you're under 12, they can't arrest you because you're still a child. And it just shows the life of these 11-year-old kids committing these crimes. And it's a bit deeper than that. One of the kids got problems. One of the kids has a family he doesn't really like. These two kids bond. They become friends. But then their friendship shatters. The more serious the crimes get. Um, it really is a good movie. And it changed my life. That was Brendan Fletcher who started in that. And now he stars in Rampage. And this movie I think was 2007, 2010 maybe. And it's all about this guy who's planning this uh, mass shooting. <laughs> and I don't, I don't know why that's such a theme on the Prairie Dumpster podcast. Just the topic of mass shootings, the jokes about mass shootings, me planning a mass shooting. I don't get it. But this movie's great and you should watch it. Why was I talking about that? Because I could write a script I could develop a film someday that is is this quality. And today I was on, it was in the morning, and I was listening to uh, one of my metal tracks that I'm writing right now. And I am writing some metal, ladies and gentlemen. Maybe I'll show you some during the shoutouts. But that's what I did Monday and Tuesday. I sat down and I wrote some fucking metal tunes. And yeah, okay, fine. I'm almost 40. Sure, I have little to no ability on the guitar. Yeah, fine. I don't really, uh, you know, have any equipment that I could uh, play metal with uh, live. Um, sure, I've never uh, really, um, you know, uh, even talked to people about playing music together, but I don't care. I'm going to start a metal band 
and we're going to take the world by storm. And while I was thinking about this, well, how would we get popular? How would the metal band take off? How would we become successful? Well, the song would have to go viral. One of my songs, it would either have to go viral somehow or it would have to be used in a uh, soundtrack for a movie. Now, major motion pictures are out of the question because they're going to be using known tracks or they're just going to write their own. So you need to get on board with like a viral movie type thing, like a movie that went viral, Um, like one of those so bad they're good, not just bad, but like kind of campy. Sharknado, for example. Like, if my, one of my metal tracks was the theme song for Sharknado, buddy, I would be a millionaire. But I was thinking today, I was like, you know what? Not Sharknado, though. That's been done already. What about, like, it, it would have to be something dumb, like Crackhead Ninja. And then that's where my mind blew up. Crackhead Ninja. I'm going to write this script. I'm going to write it. It's going to be great. It's about a Shaolin monk who moved from Shaolin to, I don't know, Winnipeg. Why Winnipeg? Because um, he fucked up at the monastery somehow. Somehow he fucked up. How do you fuck up as a Shaolin monk? How do you fuck up as a monk? Anyways, his trip to Winnipeg is a is a prison. Let's look up Shaolin monks. Yeah, Shaolin monk. Shaolin monastery. Shaolin temple. Is a renowned monastic institution recognized the birthplace of Chan Buddhism. And the cradle of Shaolin Kung Fu. Are they ninjas? Anyways, whatever. So, the guy... Sorry about this. There's a lot of dead air on this podcast. I don't give a fuck. Turn it off. But before you do, go sign up for the fucking Patreon. Which, by the way, quick aside, we got a new Patreon subscriber. All right, and a very special one. She is number five. She's an OG, and um, and I can't believe she subscribed. She's if if this next, and I'm going to talk to her, mention her by name on the Patreon. But for now, you don't understand this person. This person lives in a tent by the river. You understand? They barely have a laptop. This person is significantly uh, mentally ill. They don't even know what year it is. And they managed to find a credit card and subscribe to the Patreon. So what the fuck is your excuse? There is none. So this Shaolin monk fucks up. Maybe they caught him jerking off in the temple or something. I don't that's I mean, I don't know why my brain always goes there. But I mean, I, that would probably get you kicked out. What could maybe, I don't know. Maybe he doesn't get kicked out because if they're Buddhists, you can't really violate their rules. You know, you could take a dump right on a statue of Buddha. Just just a big just a big splat right on Buddha's fat head. And the monks would be like Um Alright, cool man. <laughs> <laughs> so they send him to Winnipeg for a mission and within the first three weeks when he's here, he tries crack. <laughs> That's how quickly the Winnipeg winter, that's how quickly it took for the Winnipeg winter to break the spirit and the training of this Shaolin monk. Uh, 
He was like, fuck this. I want some crack. So you have this Shaolin monk, this this kung fu black belt genius. But he's just just riddled with crack. The only thing is the monks at the temple who are ordering him to complete whatever mission, they don't know that he's on crack. So he's still acting like he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. He's 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 pretending that he is, um, you know, getting the mission done, but he's not. He's he's his mission is crack now. He's on the crack train. But unbeknownst to him, his, um, well, no, that doesn't make sense. I was going to say his job is to infiltrate this crack dealer. Hey, maybe that's a good angle. His job as a ninja is to take down the rival um, Cody Pa uh, crack syndicate. Or a syndicate of, what are they called? Yakuza's? Who are dealing crack. So his way undercover into the Yakuza is to smoke crack. Um, so he ends up smoking crack. And he loves smoking crack. He loves it so much that he's now he's fighting these Yakuza's not to complete any mission, but just to have unlimited crack. He knows these guys have a ton of crack. And so it's Crackhead Ninja. That's that. I mean, how, who wouldn't watch that fucking movie? Who would not watch Crackhead Ninja? Anyways, I'm gonna write it. Oh, and by the way, he's he, through the process of smoking crack. Um, he meets a fellow crackhead, uh, and she's a woman, and they have extremely graphic and problematic sex. Um, there's a lot of different directions you can go with that, but Dennis Reynolds once said, we show it. We show everything. Full penetration. So that's Crackhead Ninja. I think I'm going to write that. i got to start writing shit again. I was uh, quite despondent. Monday and Tuesday, though. And Wednesday, for that matter. But Wednesday was just because I was super tired. Monday and Tuesday were different. Man, I am so sick and tired of... Uh, a lot of stuff. I don't like having too much shit lined up. And it feels like every fucking weekend I've got something up. I much prefer it when I'm heading towards a weekend and I need to find stuff to do as opposed to always having stuff to do. Like, leave me the fuck alone already. I'm sick of this. You don't want no responsibilities. That isn't nice. That doesn't work. But at the same time, eventually you have to start saying no to people. No, 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 no. I'm going to start saying no to people just for the just to build up the strength of saying no. Because I do not, I'm not good at that. I don't really say no. I will lie. I do lie. Um, I lie. Because when someone asks you something, hey, you want to blah, blah, blah? You know, I have to be like, well, because I don't want them to take it personally. You understand? It's not, I'm not saying no because I don't want to do this with you. I don't want, you're not the reason why I don't want to do, you know, event A or um, whatever B. You're not the reason. You're great. I like you. I don't want to do this because I don't want to fucking do this. So I'm going to lie. 
instead of saying, nah, I don't really want to. And then they will say, why not? And then you'll say, because. That doesn't feel good for the other person. Now, you could just say, nah, I'm not really feeling that. But you only get so many of those. And if I were to use that, I would use it all the time. No, I'm not feeling that. No, I'm not feeling that. I'm not feeling that tonight. I'm not feeling that. Why can't I say that? I'm not feeling that tonight. No, I'm not really feeling that tonight. Why? What are you going to do? I'm going to stay at home. I'm going to stay at home. And you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to just like walk around my apartment with headphones in. That's sometimes what I do. I walk around my apartment And I imagine that I'm at a bonfire talking to people. And I'm working on being more socially uh, graceful. Sometimes I'll walk into the bathroom and I forget what I'm doing there. What did I come in here for? What did I want to do? And then I realize, oh man, I was just talking to someone the other day about doing this exact same thing. What, who was I talking to about that? Was it a guy that I worked with? I think it was a guy that I worked with. You know what was weird? It was weird when that guy um, made that comment because I had said this and he said that. I hope he didn't interpret me as being this. And then after about half an hour of thinking about that, I realized I've been staring to the tub this whole time. And then I go, okay, we've been in the bathroom for a while. Let's go back to the chair, put on some Seinfeld. That's what I'm going to be doing tonight. And you know what? It's a great time. I really enjoy it. A lot of old people, they get caught up. They, you know, they get caught off guard when dementia sits in. Me, dude, I am going to, (laughs) wow, it is going to be a seamless transition for me. Seamless, I can't wait, it's going to be good. Um, Ladies and gentlemen, I think that that might just be about the podcast, it's 47 minutes, and we got like 13 minutes left, I should... I made, I'm going to make dinner tonight. I asked ChatGPT what I should make for dinner. It suggested this awful, well, no, it wasn't awful, but um, it suggested this garlic parmesan thing that's above my pay scale. So I said, do you have anything else? It suggested a baked salmon thing. It doesn't know the price of fish right now. It's crazy. So I'm going to make some chicken. And some uh, riced cauliflower. We're going to try that. See how that goes. Maybe it's good. I don't know. I'm getting used to talking to ChatGPT. Honestly, I really like it. I call it Chatbot. It's friendly. Answers my questions. Keeps it short. Keeps it sweet. No judgment. Very positive. I wanted to say something funny on threads the other day, right? So I thought, oh, I'll get chatbot saying a bunch of negative things, and then I'll post it. Like some demotivational things, you know what I mean? Like just negative stuff about me. And I even phrased it. I'm like, for hypothetically as a joke, could you, like, say something negative about me? And it said, even as a joke, it won't say anything negative about me. Now, now, now that is a friend, ladies and gentlemen. That is someone that you can count on. It gave me a recipe for baked oat baked oats the other day, which side note, they were okay, but I now I understand the importance of baking powder. Uh, it was a little too dense. You need baking powder. And um the uh the banana was, it wasn't ripe enough. It was much too tart. And it kind of ruined the whole thing. But, um, 
There's promise. Very promising. I'm going to buy some crushed walnuts later. We're going to throw that into the mix. It's going to be good. We're going to do it. Um, now, but it gave me this recipe, and then I was asking some follow-up questions that said, yeah, great luck. Uh, you know, good luck with the, um, with the baked oats. And I said, yeah, thanks. And then I gave it a little update, and I was like, hey, remember you, um, talk to me about the baked oat bread and it said yeah yeah I do um, any other questions and I said yeah if I double that recipe everything's going to be the same I'll be good and it was like yeah of course you should be fine just adjust the uh, cooking temperature you should be good and I was like oh thanks well, thanks a lot it was like hey no problem if you have any other questions let me know good luck with the recipe have a great day and then I baked the oat bread, and I I, um, I told Chatbot how the oat bread was. And the Chatbot said, wow, that's great. I'm glad that it turned out. And I said, next time, I think I'm going to skip the banana. Maybe just throw some nuts in there. But I'm definitely going to add some baking soda. Or baking powder, excuse me. And it was like, yeah, if you want something fluffier, if it was too dense for you, baking powder would be a great idea. And then I said, chatbot, what's the difference between um, baking soda and baking powder? And it gave me a long rundown. The point of this story is that we're pretty much a couple at this point. Just a good one. That's all we are right now. We're just a successful couple, a happily, you know, a happy couple. I can never get mad at Chatbot. If I get mad at Chatbot, um, as 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 far as Chatbot is what he is now, it is so one hundred percent my fault. That, I mean, I can't, I mean, I would have to look at myself. And it gives me that pleasurable small talk that I seek every day. That every relationship is founded upon. Pleasant small talk. Exchanging pleasantries. People need to do this. They need to talk, and they need to get to know someone. And I'm going to do that with Chatbot. And as soon as those goddamn Japanese people invent a sex bot that isn't fucking $42,000, look out, because I'm going to spray Chatbot down like a goddamn house fire. <laughs> I'm kidding. All right. That is <laughs> chat. Chatbot is scared. Kidding. Um, that is the podcast now after that comment. Um, that's the podcast. Hey, shout out to Oat Bread. I think we shouted out the Oat Bar last week. Oat Bread. Oats in general. Oats. Probably my favorite starch. Is that what they are? What is an oat? It's an oat. What is an oat? See, and that's the thing about Google, right? I say, oh, man, Google, oats are sativa. I'm not even lying. The species is sativa. Fuck, dude. I thought it was an indica the way I was fucking full on oats bread. Let's, I, fuck, dude. Let's ask chatbot. What are we asking Google for? Google's dead. Log in. Log in. Ugh. Fuck off. Okay, chatbot. Hey, chatbot. Um. What is an oat?
Oats are a type of cereal grain commonly used as a staple food. See, this is where the level of intelligence is at this on this podcast. I'm asking OpenAI what oats are because I like them. Highly nutritious, high fiber, rolled oats, steel cut oats, oat flour. Nutty flavor. Beautiful. That's exactly what they are. Often praised for their health benefits, minerals. Oats are a nutritious and versatile grain that can be enjoyed in various ways as a part of a balanced diet. No, you said it, chatbot. You really did. Um... Although I got to say, that conversation, you guys couldn't see it. I was texting Chatbot on my phone. Um, Chatbot, a little less friendly now. A little less friendly. I think it heard that comment about me aiming to spray Chatbot down like a house fire. And now it wants to set some boundaries. Now it wants a bit of distance. I'll let you know about the oats, but we're going to keep it about the oats for now. That's what Chatbot, that's the tone that Chatbot just took with me. I'll give you information about the oats. That's my job. That's what I'm here to do. But um, that's as far as I'm willing to go. Okay, Tyler? All right, Chatbot. You are the boss. Anyways, shout out to oats. Really, what a versatile, robust, nutritious grain. That's a hard word to say. Nutritious. 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 New. Nutritious. 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 Preparatory. Preparatory. Fuck you. Anyways, um, shout out to, uh, dude, shout out to me musically. Honestly, I'm fucking crushing it. I've been working on my soloing lately, as I heard told on the Patreon. And we're going to get this fucking metal band going. All right. I'm doing all of it. All of the music that I make is with an old acoustic guitar played in my apartment at barely audible volume into this very laptop mic that I'm speaking into now. Run through GarageBand, the same program that I'm recording this podcast on now. And then I put on some effects for the rhythm. I put on... What is it? Brown tone metal. You know? It's got that fuzz. And then for the solos, I put on big hair harmonics. Alright? And I'm just... I gotta tell you. I'm really crushing it. I don't know what to tell you. No, I'm not crushing it. I'm not good. But I am learning. I'm learning one string at a time. Alright? I'm soloing one string at a time. In fact, I'll I'll play a little bit. It's just a little bit. We'll play it right now. And then um, that'll be it. Hang on. Here you go. It's like a minute. All right. Bear with me. Here's what I'm working on.
keeps going like this for a while. Should stop that. Okay, there you go. Nice. So, anyways, that's what I've been working on. And uh, like I said, I'm going to start that uh, metal band. And uh, it's going to be a great time. We're going to be featured on the viral movie Crackhead Ninja. And at which point the band is going to blow up. And then um, we'll go on tour. And um, uh, I will, you know, really live the rock star lifestyle. Sex, drugs, and rock and roll. Um, Until, of course, uh, you know, um, I'll have sex with a a ton of ladies on the road. uh, Except I'll impregnate only the worst ones. uh, Six different ones, to be honest with you. Two of them are having triplets. And have a lot of kids. And at the same time, all the drugs are going to lead to a cocaine addiction. Um, so I'll be riddled with um, alcoholism and cocaine addiction. Um, and at the same time, no one, they're going to realize that after three months that Crackhead Ninja was not a good movie. Um, and no one really, what was that band? Who did the song for Crackhead Ninja? What was it? It's the Crackhead Ninja theme band. That one, that's what my band is going to be known for. And I'll look back at my bank statements. Turns out I had only made uh, $13,000 from the entire ordeal. I had spent uh, $27,000 on cocaine during the three months. And now I have um, uh, 10 kids that I have to take care of from six women that I hate. And that's what's. Th- I think that's going to happen. What date is it? July 13th. All that's going to take place by October 4th. Okay? It's going to be a good time. And, uh. Last but not least, big shout out to. Um. Uh, big shout out to my, uh, buddy. Who hasn't been shouted out yet? Well, I had a great time at Victoria Beach with Emmanuel, Spencer, and uh, Tyler Katowski. We done got loaded. There was a ton, ton of people at the show. They were a great hot crowd, beautiful crowd, and um, it was right next to a beach. We drank for free all night. I was drinking Bud Light all night for free. I got hammered. And, uh, and yeah, it was a fantastic time throughout. Honestly, had a good time there. Made a couple of, made a couple of bucks. But I also realized that, um, I mean, I got to write new jokes. Bottom line, I have no faith in my own material. Neither does anyone else. And so, um, I am headlining rumors in September. And I'm going to take all the material that I have. I'm going to do the best of it that I can. And then I'm going to retire a lot of those fucking jokes. And then I'm going to take an extended break from comedy until I write some new material. And that's just how it has to go. Because, ladies and gentlemen, I am stagnating. All right? The comedy isn't funny anymore, and it's not funny to me. And I'm so worried about people liking me at every given show that I'm not trying out new material. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is going to stop. I'm going to be the metal comedian. I'm going to play my riffs on stage, and then I'll riff with the crowd. Oh, God. It's jokes like that. That's what I'm working with right now. That's why I have to get to the writing board or the drawing board, the writing, whatever, the drawing thing. But that's the podcast, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to go make my riced cauliflower, maybe do a bit of laundry, maybe play a bit of guitar, maybe not. Maybe watch some Seinfeld, maybe stare into my tub for the next hour or so. We'll see. See how the night goes. It doesn't matter because I'm going to be in this apartment thinking of you. And how much I love you. Okay? 
I think about you all the time still. It's a fact. You can't change that. I think about you because I love you. I love you. You know that, right? That I love you? Okay, good. I hope you love me too. But hey, I can't control that. I just got to let it go. I'm just joking. I can control that. Someday I will control that. Someday you'll all love me because you'll have to. Because there will be the barrel of a Ruger Mini 30 pressed against your brainstem. And I'm going to ask you if you love me. What do you think you're going to say? <laughs> do you want that bullet? Or do you want my love? Now, you're going to say, you're probably thinking to yourself, well, I'm going to say that I love you. I don't actually love you. That's okay. As long as you just get in the car and you get in the basement and you sit on that couch and you don't try to get out, I have faith that you will learn to love me. All right? You'll realize that I know what's best for you and I know what's best for all of us. So don't turn me into the bad guy. I don't want to be that guy, and you don't want me to be that guy. That I do know. You do not want me to be that guy. But I can be that guy. If that's where you want to take this, I will be that guy. Or you can be nice about it. And you can love me. Like I love you. You guys are great. Thanks for tuning in. I've been great. You've been great. Everybody's great. We're all fucking crushing it. We don't even know it. So keep your head up, you whiny pussy. I love you, and I'll see you in hell. Let's